It's it is insane how long I've been telling people we're going to open a bar here. Right. Look, some some things happened at the Quinn Fun Family Farm. And we've had to hit the dispensaries a lot a little bit lately. So it, it seems to be industry-wide. The experiment of self-checkout and robotic cashiers uh, is failing. This one has a lot of hair. This one has a normal amount of hair. It's Pat and Alex. This one was born in Raytown. This one lives in Raytown. They opened a store in the pandemic, and this is a show about it. Hustle and bustle. Hustle and bustle. Hustle and bustle. Here is the show. It's all about me. You ready? Yep. Hello and welcome back to Hustle and Bustle. I'm Pat. I'm Alex. Man, what a busy time of year it is around here when you're not stomping snow off your feet, you're running a rugby event, or watching the Chiefs, or doing 7,000 other things. It's that time of year, man. Or trying to get your headphones on. I know, I said I was ready and then immediately was not ready. What um, a nightmare. Yeah, it's a... This is about a good representation of my life right now. Just a bit tangled. Yeah. Hard to figure the fuck out. <laughs> that sounds about right. Uh, I tell you what, if it weren't for the Kansas City Chiefs living here at this time of year, it'd be fucking unbearable. Yeah. Cool. It's like, I so lost a car last week to the winter weather. Two uh, accidents that were not my fault in winter weather on the way home from work in like back-to-back years. Yeah. Did the vibe in. She did not survive. So I'll be getting a new car. It's also stupid cold. Yeah, unbelievably cold. And it, it, I feel like we've had cold days before, but it feels long. Yeah. Um, I'm over it, but it's not over with us. we still got a few more weeks. You got Colson in the house in the parking lot where I used to live, uh, crawling underneath the crawl space with the space heater to unfreeze the pipes. Yeah, there was a good 24 hours where they didn't have any water. Also, Colson, you know, don't... When you maybe don't build snowmen in the middle of two parking spaces uh, in a parking lot because those take a while to melt and no one can park there now. <laughs> They'll be there for a while. Yeah, those are melting naturally. <laughs> I tried to knock one down today and probably a lot more ice than snow by now. Yep. So we're down two parking spots thanks to Colson and Katie's snowmen. Thanks for that. Uh, no, it is brutal. The weather is outrageous and I don't like it one bit. But. The Chiefs are playing, which makes it slightly bearable because there's something to look forward to. Like, I don't know. How do you live in New England? I guess they have basketball. They have the Celtics. We have nothing. Once the Chiefs are out of the playoffs, it's just hell until March. You say, how do you live in New England? Well, they, they've had two decades of. Not watching. anymore. They Not just anymore. had to get rid of their coach. Yeah, that's really weird. That might be like the new. They might be the new Lions. Yeah. Which is just. It sounds like blasphemy, but yeah, Chiefs are fixed now. Yeah, I think we're back. That was a that was a fun game to watch. Mahomes looked on point. Everyone was catching despite except the game. for except Travis. Kelsey. Yeah, he dropped a few. But it's cold as fuck out there. You know, yeah. that was the one game where I would have excused. Um, what would it have taken to get Italy. you to go to the game last week? Ooh, so Carolyn and I played this game. She <laughs> said, "Like I had a free club level ticket and didn't go." She, I, we were at club level, which means you're inside if you want to be. That's pretty crazy. Yeah. That's still, though. I mean, just traversing there and back. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, I don't know. I, I would probably do it for a grand. 
A grand. Yeah. Caroline, Someone paid you a grand, you would have gone to the game. Yeah, anything less than that, <laughs> I would have stayed at home. <laughs> Did you see those Buffalo Bills idiots shoveling the stadium? Yeah. Dude, okay, so I, I saw... Did you see them also sliding down the stairs during the game? One of them with his shirt off. Yeah. So they were clearly wow. drinking a lot. Yeah. And I, I made that connection because I'd seen a bunch of videos, and then I saw one time-stamped, and it was like at 3.05 a.m., and I was like, Jesus Christ. They were shoveling? Yeah. Holy hell. Like, some of them were getting there at 10 o'clock at night. Like, they were still recruiting people. Oh, my God. Just insanity. That's not even worth it there. I don't understand it at all. Um, anyways, yep. Uh, coming up, announcements, announcements, announcements. Midnight Madness coming up very soon, February 3rd. Get your party pants on, 8 to 1 a.m. at the Kansas City Soccer Dome. $5 entry fee. That's a steal of a deal because you got a huge vendor market, over 20 vendors. Mm-hmm. Tell the folks about the vendor market, Alex. Hell yeah. we got a whole uh, soccer field that we've emptied out that we're going to be filling full of uh, vintage dealers. And it'll be right next to a bunch of live music, food, a full bar. We'll have uh, live sports entertainment because it'll be right next to Midnight Madness. Yeah, baby. Um, so it's it'll be the most entertaining vintage market you've been to yet, if not the highest quality. Absolutely. The Royal Chief, lovely local rapper, one of my absolute favorites. Uh, favorite performers. So uh, if you haven't heard him, I think he's dope. And he's a really good performer, really cool guy. So you should come check him out just for that. And then Midnight Madness coming together. We got teams like Tulsa, the Dub Club out of Warrensburg, K State, mm-hmm. Alliance. Looks like the Blues are going to be re entering. Maybe St. Louis University. So it's all starting to come together. Midnight Madness, February 3rd, 8 to 1. Kansas City Soccer don't be there. Be square. And then we're going to have a fill a bag sale Sunday, February 18th. What the is a fill a bag sale? Uh, from what I gather, our uh, good buddy Jackson is kind of... Uh, Martin City Thrift. Yeah, from Martin City Thrift is kind of teaching us the ropes. But you have a pile of clothing. Like yep. if you are a picker. We're going to throw a bunch of clothes in there. Uh-huh. You're not... Some uh, good stuff, some mid stuff. It's good clothing, you know. Yeah. yeah, some fire, some mids. But the idea is we'll give you a grocery sack and you can purchase that bag for 20 bucks and stuff, however many clothes you can fit in it. Yep. Um, that's probably a little over-explained. But yeah, you have a bag, you fill it with clothes, you pay 20 bucks, you walk out with the bags. Pretty cool. Yep, and then uh, we'll be doing that February 18th, Sunday, February 18th. We'll look for some marketing on that. And then uh, also in March, we're going to be doing a little vintage house party. We're calling it a house party because it's all indoors because it's still going to be cold mm-hmm. in March. Um, with also a little potluck. Bringing back the potluck in March. It's potluck season again. So uh, look out for that as well. Um... I guess that's all the announcements around the water cooler. What uh, what's uh, what's been popping up on your around the water cooler? So dispensaries. We both had to go. Yeah. Look, some some things happen at the Quinn Fun Family Farm, mm-hmm. and we've had to hit the dispensaries a lot a little bit lately. So it's yeah, it was it was rough. A couple of months ago, I had to toss a, a whole crop, and so now we finally hit the gap where I just like didn't have any weed. Yeah. So we yeah visited the local dispensaries, and I have to say. Well, let me pretext this with, I'm not faulting anybody. I know the system is difficult to work around and everyone's learning, but um, just uh, was not impressed at all by any of the things that were available to purchase legally. Really? Um, you didn't think the weed was good or you didn't like the variety or what? To be more so the weed, the weed was, weed wasn't bad. It was good. Uh, it wasn't great. And the prices and selection weren't great. Yeah. And I don't like the process. So yeah. I've, I've been buying from the dispensary since it's been legal, but I did it quite a bit the last few weeks, so I've gotten a good chance to review it. Right. Um, to like uh, compare it, it, it's like if you go out to a bar 
it's really not that big of a deal to buy a $6 beer. You know, especially if you're at a brewery, $6 beer, yummy, it's good. But if you were to go to a liquor store and buy a six-pack where each bottle was six bucks, you'd be like, this is overpriced. And that's what you feel like at a dispensary. That's what you feel like at a dispensary, is you're buying weed that should be kind of like at an event or venue price at the liquor store price. Or at a liquor store venue. So I I think it's a bit overpriced. I don't like how I can't choose the weed. I would say like, what do you I mean want, you can't choose the weed? I want a strain, but then they you just... You want to like pick the nug. Yeah, they just give you a, a jar so you can't even see what you're buying. Oh, Mr. Bulky's weed where you could go and like, like fill your store. own bag? Yeah. yeah. That would be sick <laughs> as fuck. That would be awesome. I'm sure there's all kinds of health regulations yeah. that prevent that. Totally not going to be legal ever, but sounds sweet. Yeah. And then so like to buy anything more than an eighth, so if you wanted to buy a quarter... All that was available for a couple yeah, of Yeah, it gets way worse. Popcorn Bud. Yeah. So it's just like, if you want to buy a case of beer, your only option is Bud Light. Right. And it's like, what the fuck? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, so I don't know. It's, I, I say, I was going to go off on them a little bit more, but, you know, the only reason I was buying was because I messed up my grow. And then this morning, I had another mishap where I had uh, all of my granddaddy perp plants, they hermed on me. So they started making pollen sacks. So yeah. I had to cut them all down. So there's another problem in the garden. I get it. It's hard. Yeah. Um, it's hard to make it quality all the time. But it was just interesting. I'm, I'm excited to see where they take it from here because there's lots of room for improvement. I mean, I, I would say most people pre-weed were just like, beer is beer and I'll take beer, right? Like I'm buying a sack of weed. Most people couldn't discern this is good weed, this is bad weed. Maybe they would get like a different dealer and they would be like, all right, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. but basically, if you wanted a sack of weed prior to there not being a black market, you were happy with it just being a sack of weed. And you had very little autonomy or decision-making power to decide what was in that sack. And in college, I drank... Like fifteen dollar handles of vodka as well. Just whatever's know? got alcohol. Yeah, in exactly. <laughs> like you, you don't. You're stupid, ignorant, dumb. You don't know what's good. Yeah. So that's. But okay. now that there's like dispensaries and there are choices. Yeah. Yeah, you're pretty picky about it. Like it's. I know. I, I think it's fun that when you can go to the dispensary that you can even choose. Like the concept that you can be like, I want this and it's going to give me a different kind of higher experience. Mm-hmm. That's exciting. Because like I'm not used to it. I'm just used to here's just a sack of whatever you're going to get. That is, that is cool. <laughs> um, but yeah. It, so it was kind of, that was like the upside of doing that was you got to like bounce around and try different things. Yeah. But uh, yeah, the downside is it's like wildly expensive. You have to buy it in tiny batches. And it's just fucking inconvenient. Yeah. I mean, it's convenient, but also inconvenient. So it's, I'm still excited for it all. I love it all. I love do you tip? Do you tip at dispensaries? No, I'm a big non-tipper. I feel gross not tipping when it's presented to me, but I just, it doesn't make sense. There's been a couple times. They do almost nothing. Where if the person, <laughs> like I'll ask, I'll say like, what are you smoking on? What's your favorite? What's new? You yeah. Know? Because like I smoke a lot so I can tell when people know what they're talking about. And there's been a couple times where someone's like, well, hey man, what are you looking for? And then like, they'll break a couple of things down for me. And then like I said, well, maybe I want to go with this. And he was like, you don't want to go with that. Uh, Good. But oh, the nice. batch we got in, you're not going to be impressed. So like I tipped that guy. Yeah. He, he ushered me to a good product. Yeah. But some people have no idea what the hell they're doing. They're yeah. just they're a cashier, which is fine, but I'm not going to tip you. Speaking of cashiers, uh, they might be back. Yeah. So you found an article mm-hmm. to stand against the momentum of self-checkout. It seems to be industry-wide. 
the experiment of self-checkout and robotic cashiers uh, is failing. Hasn't passed the test. Why? Uh, a few reasons. Um, a lot of it's customer feedback. People are pretty vocal. Uh, they're not a big fan of so it. So people like me. Yeah. Yeah. Um, theft, About time my grumpiness fucking had some dividends. Theft skyrocketed. <laughs> oh, dude. I saw one. There is a, it's like one of these Moms for Liberty people who's like on a school board or some elected official. I hate that this shit comes across my feed because it's just political hate porn. You know what I mean? The fact yeah. that I, the only reason I know about it is because she's in Moms for Liberty. And the fact, like, I don't even know what that, is, that makes happy. me mad. It's like the people that, like, don't tell me. take books out of school. Anyways, like, she had some deal at Target where they had her on camera over like a month and a half do, racking up, doing this several times. So, like, it blew my mind. All right, so here's the deal. Moms for Liberty did a bunch of protests against Target. Okay, yeah. Saying, like, don't go to Target because they're too woke or something. So I, I, you know, I don't know if Target's like, all right, well, fuck this bitch. We're going to get her. And so then they, like, built a case on her for a month. Or if, like, Target's building cases on people for a month just because. Like, you know, if they've got facial recognition. Because the way I read the article, they would have had to facially recognize this woman identified that she was self-checking out and then like had multiple times that she had been shoplifting. How could they compile that unless they had human beings actively watching this one person because there was a motive or because they had AI watching her and were able to facially recognize her? Well, maybe it does take that much evidence. Like maybe one or two instances. Like could, is... could, could, could Ivy, because like literally, like I'm just sports coding. If I, there's a football game and I, there's 50 people that play in a football game mm-hmm. You can now have, if you pay enough, have software that shows me number 55 every time he was in a play. Show me. Yeah. Could they do, could Hy-Vee pull up Pat Clifton, customer number, beep, 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 show me every time he's been in here. Google Photos does that, where anytime anybody in our family, now you, we can elect whether the photos we take are automatically uploaded or not, but they get sent to our family photo album, and Google categorizes them by who's in the photo. Yeah. And it will even... Like, there's photos where I'll be like, I'm not in this. And then I'll see, like, it'll be like a rugby picture. And I'm on the other side of the field in the background, half turned. Yeah. And it'll still know it's me. Yeah. Now, sometimes it gets us wrong. But, like, that that's already out there, for sure. Yeah. Like, before, when Caroline and I just started dating, like, the first six months, she had an album. We didn't set it up. We didn't yeah. name her. We just, like, one day, like, said, this is Caroline. And then there were hundreds of photos, like, already in the album. Yeah, wow. It's crazy. So... Yeah, I don't. I if if that's the technology that consumers get, and we're poor as people. Companies are far richer than people. They have way better technology. Right, but game this out. So grocery stores have to be the number one place where I'd say grocery stores and Walmart are your checkout, your self checkouts. Yeah, that's where most people interact with it. Have to interact with it, and people still buy groceries. They're not not buying groceries because there's a self-checkout. Well, that's... So, like, are, is, is like, Hy-Vee or Price Chopper, they're not losing money or profit because of the customer feedback reason. So, there's got to be... Is it the theft I mean, it reason? Could, there's got to be heavier reasons why It could changing. be customer feedback. Like, uh... Yes, you have to eat. So, you have to go to a grocery right. store. But you don't have to... I don't know. Maybe they have data on... Because, like, the, the rate you check out I'm sure there's science of the flow of the traffic within your grocery store. Yeah. And if you're not checking out enough people quick enough, I don't know. I'm sure they've got data on it. Yeah. Um, but maybe it is just opinion. Maybe they care about our opinions that much. So, so it's, what's this article? I didn't read the article, obviously, but did you? I, I skimmed through it. Yeah. And uh, there, there, it's, it was, there was no action plan. It was just 
a kind of industry-wide analyzing that no one is succeeding with self-checkouts. Okay. They're expensive. They lose you money. And uh, customers don't like them. And so I, it seems like a no-brainer that they would just go back to the solution that yes. was working for years. Um, yes. But, you know, maybe we're just waiting on AI to do it, you know? I, I, I keep seeing that scene from, we brought it up, Matt Damon and what is it, Elysium, where he's having that conversation with the robot cop. And they keep saying, like, your, your heart rate's too quick. Your facial expression says you're angry. Take this, like, Xanax. And, like, that's going to be self-checkout for sure. It's like, I think you might be stealing. And then, like, well, they start popping Xanax out of the self-checkout. People are going <laughs> to be going to the grocery store a lot more often. Um, beer. Beer was the other note. We oh, had. yeah. That's a short little comment. Um, so, like, uh, took... So I, th- I think it was January 1st. Dry January is a big yeah. deal. Everyone does it. Yeah. Um, and it was just like, yeah, you know, I didn't do sober October. It's always good to take a pause. So it was about 18 days, almost three weeks, and had a couple of those Guinnesses that were in the beer last night. Nice. And, oh, yeah, it was so good. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I uh, was hoping that, like, I would not enjoy it as much, but... Yeah, man, there's just getting work done and having a cold one has got to be top five feelings of the world. It's a pleasure. It's It's, a pleasure. It's great. I stopped drinking beer for a long time because of my stomach. I basically created these giant digestive problems for myself because of the way I lost weight. And so I couldn't really drink beer, nothing carbonated. But then I discovered, oh, shit, Guinness isn't carbonated? So, like, in the last month and a half, I have consumed a significant amount of Guinness. I went from drinking no beer for, like, essentially no beer for almost three years. Very, very, very occasionally. To, man, Guinness tastes great. I, like, uh, I like it. I, like, I crave a taste of it. Like, I want one. I, had, I, I don't know if I'll ever get there. They were good, but I like a good crisp carbonated. I'm sure I would, too. I used to love them, but Guinness is the one that I can have, and so I'm taking it, you know? I heard a fact. How many calories are in a Guinness? I don't know, but it's relatively low carb. I know that. Maybe that's what I'm... It has, like, less carbs than, like, a Miller Lite or yeah, something. It's, low, it's, relatively, it's also relatively low alcohol by volume. Um, just all. Yeah. Beer's good. Beer's just, good. That's why it's an old people beer. Um, how it's going? We've got a lot going on around here. Let's just break it out for people. We've talked about some of these, but uh, well, one, we didn't really say an announcement. It sounds like we're going to have a permit to build a bathroom oh, shit. at the end of this week. Yeah, which is today's Thursday, tomorrow's Friday. That's it? Woo! So by the time people are listening to this, we will be prepping to build out a bathroom, hopefully, which has been a giant two-year, two-plus-year hurdle. Yeah. So let's break it down. In order to build a, like, we want to sell alcohol. In order to sell alcohol, we have to meet certain city codes for being able to sell alcohol. Mm -hmm. And one of those codes is we need a bathroom in that back area. And in order to do that, to like legally, it's really expensive. So you have to hire like an architect. You have to hire all these things. And the architect has to have like an engineer, and then they have to stamp it, and then you have to go through processes. So basically, like. Well, and then once you have the plans, you have to. You can't just go and build it. You have to have people who you have, have to have a licensed licenses. contractor, and all those people have to have not just be a licensed contractor, but also have to have a business license in the city of Raytown. Yeah. So a shit ton of paperwork, all this stuff, and that giant paperwork pile, largely because we were idiots. But like, we went out and we got bids that were like six to nine thousand dollars from the architectural firm like we don't have that and that's like the that's just for like the piece of paper with a stamp fuck then we have to build the bathroom how are we going to do any of that and so we got a guy who's going to do it for a thousand bucks 
Well, that ran us around a circle for about 10 months, and we never got it done. So parlayed that waste of a 1000 bucks into the greatest favor of all time. My childhood Cub Scout master happens to be retired... Uh, 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 I was about to say archaeologist, architect. <laughs> and he came free and available and retired around the same time and could do the work. And so, bada bing, bada boom, what should cost us upwards of twenty, thirty thousand dollars 30000 fingers crossed, if we finish the way we, we will, will cost us, like, I don't know, five grand to- maybe uh, tops, which is what we could afford. So yeah. it's basically just been this giant nightmare, but like, this has been, and I think will be the most expensive, longest hurdle to get over to get to selling alcohol. Now, we don't know that to be true 100%, but we think so. Yeah. Uh, th- the rest of it, at least, we feel is within our grasp of accomplishing. Like, yeah. It, doesn't, it won't require specific licenses or knowledge or stamps. Um, should be... Gnarly hustleable. Yeah, gnarly hustleable. Uh, which is uh, very comforting. Um yeah, I don't know. It's strange. It's it is insane how long I've been telling people we're going to open a bar here. Right, and this bathroom will be the first real like significant proof that that might actually be the case. Yeah, um, and hopefully it will go a lot faster after that. So our 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 goal and hope is spring summer we are selling alcohol and legal to do so here mm-hmm. in in Raytown and Early Hustle. Um, so that's one giant thing, and then. We've also got this big rugby event that we're running, um, yeah. which is not just a rugby event. It's now a vendor event, so that's like eating up a shit ton of our time and is uh, a lot of bandwidth and crazy. Mm-hmm. And then we also are pivoting, and we're going to start selling a lot more consignment in the store. We're just like, we've, you've heard us talk about it here now. Um, it's working. We want to lean into it. And it just makes so much sense when we can get quality clothes sold here um, at a decent volume that we don't have to shop for. When we have to do all these other bazillion things, Yeah, that it makes us easier to do those other things better. And it, it just... Like, makes sense. Like, breaking it down from operating a business point of view. Like, as as business owners, as CEOs, it's not a good business if the CEO is on the sales floor, like, hanging clothes. Right. Because there's more important, more impactful things that, you know, the leadership should be, like, focusing on and spending time and money on. And I I would say, I, I bet, looking back, we'll kind of start to understand how much doing a lot of this grunt work has been like holding us back 100% um, I, I heard a quote that uh, like as the founders the, the, the only main responsibility the founder has is to get people aware of the company that they've built yeah because like if assuming your product is good assuming your service is good assuming your business model is good it means nothing if no one steps in the door and so like when we can transition to just purely or not purely but mostly marketing and entertainment and yeah just r- running the company i think gnarly hustle will get cooler it will get um sexier it will get more fun to like shop in and be around and just like all these things that we we don't get to sit down and analyze because we're so involved in the day-to-day grind. And if we can like offload half of that to people consigning in our shop, I just, I, I've been thinking a lot about it this morning. It'll be 
hopefully huge for our productivity. And then as far as like our output, it'll be huge. Well, you just look at, I mean, I like to reduce things. I think it's a pretty common tactic to reduce stuff, but like if you do it, like, all right, what are we doing? If we go into more consignment, we're going to make the product at the store better. Right. So like you walk in here, we will, it will be a better vintage store. There'll be better clothing to buy for our, our average customer. Um, you're going to buy time back. So you're going to do less, spend less time and money to make or spend less time and no more money to have a better product. Mm-hmm. Um, and you're going to, we project do better, make have at least the same amount of profit, if not more. Yeah. Like, what? why wouldn't you improve your product if it's going to cost you uh, uh, less, you know, if it's going to give back, give you, why wouldn't you improve your product if it's going to give you back bandwidth and not take away profit? Uh-huh. That would be like, why the fuck would you say no to that? Exactly. So we have to lean into that, you know? And um, I think we just have to be a little bit more agile and fleet-footed. And I think we have the ability to do that now. Mm-hmm. So, anyways, there's a lot going on. So we've got, like, kind of these three major projects one of them short term and it'll kind of move but as soon as that rugby one's gone we're always there's always an event there's always something yeah. going on and um yeah so life is hectic and crazy but in a good way and hopefully soon at early hustle there'll be a lot of cool crazy shit going on yeah so that's how it's going right now it's crazy busy but busy in a positive fun direction and uh we got a lot of work to do so that's for sure we will go do that now thank you for joining us here at hustle and bustle go fucking chiefs and uh we'll see you soon hell yeah peace later